0: to the Compassion Podcast, the podcast where we unlearn and become the best version of ourselves. I'm your host Viridiana Bravo and this is the third episode of Compassion and today we have a little bit of a spicy topic. Today's topic is going to be all about money and how to heal your relationship with money and how I've been healing my relationship with money and I really think that this podcast is going to help everybody because everybody on planet earth has a relationship with money. So I'm super excited to discuss this and approach it from a place of love, approach it from a place that not a lot of people approach these types of conversations from. And first, I wanted to say that I already set the intention and um, I already set the intention that this is going to be reaching everybody who might need to hear this. So if you're listening to this podcast, that's because... Hopefully something that I talk about here today is gonna help you in your life And I would love to hear if anything that I talk about today helps you out so but first I wanted to say that I really wanted to create a beautiful space so that I could be My best self when I'm talking about this. So I have some pretty flowers in front of me They're all pink and purple and white and I um, lit a candle and I I um, made myself some tea, and I got into some comfy clothes. So if you have the opportunity, I would love for you to really try to relax in this moment and be open to hearing this conversation. But before we begin, I really wanted to say thank you to everybody that's been listening and sending me sweet messages and leaving your review. I really appreciate it when you leave your reviews because it lets me know that you like it. But also, it'll help recommend this podcast to whoever needs to hear it. So, if you can leave a review, please um, leave one down below. And if you want, you can send me a screenshot to vidiana b twenty seven on Instagram or at Vibra y Vida. And if you send me a screenshot, I can give you a little something in return. And one of my friends actually told me that she was making tortillas while she was listening to my podcast, which I thought was super funny. And um, I'm so happy that you guys are liking it. One more thing. Stay tuned till the end because I decided that every single podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing some manifestation slash self-development tips at the end as well as a quote of the week so I'm super excited to be sharing that with you and I already have them written out so stay tuned till the end of the episode also I really wanted to mention that um, everybody um, has had their own experiences with money I can only talk from my experience and from the content that I have consumed that has really helped me change my mindset towards money so today i'm just going to be sharing with you what i've learned and what i hope to keep implementing into my life okay so first i want to talk a little bit of my background with money and when i really started to think about money and how i first started to become conscious about what it meant or what it didn't mean so in high school i remember always trying to um, get a job, I really wanted to work at H-E-B, and um, I didn't know how to drive, so I think that made it a little bit difficult for jobs to hire me, or whatever the case, I never had a job during high school, um, but I did make my own money sometimes by doing makeup, which was always um, nice, but yeah, I didn't have a lot of money to myself that I could like spend or buy things with, that I made on my own, but I did have, um, I did make money from making, by doing a special event makeup. So that was my first source of income, and it paid pretty well, I probably could have char- charged more for the makeup that I was doing, but I super enjoyed um, doing makeup, and it was fun, and I got paid for it, so it was super cool, and I'm kinda glad I didn't have like a regular, a regular job <laughs> during high school. But yeah, that was my first source of income, and I I mean, I didn't really need money at the time. I just went to school, and if I wanted to buy myself something, I would buy it with that money. With that money that I made from doing makeup. And I've already mentioned this in my two other episodes, so if you haven't listened to my two other episodes, I really recommend you go and listen to them if you want to get to know a little bit more about my story, but during college money and not having money really affected me emotionally it affected me physically in my body and i developed i think what was a a pretty i don't know if it if i if toxic is the right word but developed a stronger not necessarily in a good way relationship with money i think i became a little bit of a afraid of spending money during college, and not having money saved up, and I, um, it was the first time that I got a job, my first job was at Starbucks, a real job where I got a paycheck, and, um, not that makeup artistry is not a a real job, it's definitely a real job, but it was the first job um, where I worked in the service industry, and, I mean, it was hard, and then I got my paycheck, and then I realized, well, that's not a lot, but, After I worked at Starbucks, then I picked up a few other jobs. And at some point, I was working like three, three actual like jobs that came with a paycheck. And then two jobs um, where I would make money from time to time. And yeah, I, my relationship with money was a little rough during college. I would only try to spend... Like, I, I think I still have the budget sheet that I made for myself, and we're going to talk a little bit about budgets and why they can be really good or not so really good. Um, for me, having a budget did not work. It made me feel super constrained and probably fed into a lack mentality that I had because I was only giving myself $25 for things for me, and that included <clears throat> buying myself something or going out to eat with my friends, like, I only gave myself $25, and I pretty much stuck to that. So, um, I was pretty cheap. (laughs) I was pretty cheap with myself, and my mindset has shifted so much. And additionally to that, um, I would only try and spend $50 on groceries every two weeks, which, I mean, $50 is not enough, um, definitely not enough compared to how much I spend at the grocery store right now but because now I prioritize you know better quality food and better quality ingredients so $50 probably wouldn't make it for VD for now. So in summary I had a pretty tough relationship with money and I never knew like I never knew that money could affect you in so many different ways. I didn't know that you could have a relationship with money. I didn't know. I just thought, you know, like we make money and that's what we need to survive, to have fun, to go out and do things. And I didn't really think twice. Like, I, I thought the way that I was thinking was probably the kind of relationship that other people had around money. The first point that I wanna make is the relationship you have with yourself affects every single other relationship. I think I mentioned this in one other podcast, but this, is gonna, this has been one of the biggest, biggest, biggest le- learning lesson that I've learned to apply to a lot of areas in my life where a lot of your self-worth is attached to your external reality. And to make that sound a little bit simpler is basically... Depending on how worthy you think you are as a person is How others will perceive you as being worthy and how you're going to be able to attract Those things that you really want, but if you kind of have a low self-worth then the energy will kind of kind of speak for itself and I want to word this in a way where VD from two or three years ago would understand it because if I would have heard what I just said, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? a low self-worth and um, attracted and energy. Your worth is what you think of yourself, um, how you talk to yourself, how, um, how worthy you think you are of receiving good things in life. And it's not just you saying, oh, yeah, I'm super worthy. Like, why wouldn't I be worthy? It's the true feelings that you have within your heart when you are all alone by yourself. Do you look at yourself in the mirror and say, this person, me right here, deserves everything in the world. And I'm going to go after it. And I, I know that without a doubt. I deserve that. I wouldn't think twice <laughs> about my worth or money or nothing. A few years ago I would just literally do my business, go to work, go to school, whatever I had to do, and then just come home and like watch TV and that's it. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be thinking about all these deep things. I started to realize that whenever I tried to say, like actually say the words I am worthy, now I don't feel how I used to feel back then. But when I used to say this, maybe like a year ago, two years ago. Whenever I actually, like, whenever the words would come out of my mouth and say, I am worthy out loud, I used to have this, like, little, "Eh," like, this little feeling right around my chest and my heart and be like, it felt like a lie. Whenever I would say or try to do affirmations and say, I, Viridiana Bravo, am worthy, it felt like a little bit of a lie to me and that's when I realized that I really have to do some work around my worth and this is important you might be like what does this have to do with money but we're gonna get to it but first of all I want you to either pause this podcast and try and say the words I'm worthy out loud or if you're in front of people you can just save it for tonight um, and try and do that exercise and see just how it feels because your body is the biggest, um, I don't know how to say it, your body is like the biggest truth teller. Your body will tell you how it really feels by how it physically feels. So if you feel like a little bit of like, eh, that doesn't feel like it was completely true, then there is some work to be done. So I hope if you did that exercise, it helped you at least become self-aware of how you're feeling. And I wanted to Share share a little bit of a story because I think a story will help um, a lot of people understand kind of where I was coming from and how I decided how I was able to realize that that I wasn't feeling completely worthy and how I started to realize that. So in college, um, I worked at this one job. I don't even know if I can, if I should be saying this, but um, the boss that I had was not the greatest person. She constantly would I, I just want to say I was getting paid 725 at this job and my boss was honestly horrible to me. She was um, a mean person and she constantly was saying things that made me, made me feel sad and, and she would like talk about my accent and she would say things that would really hurt me. And I always tried to be strong and like not like pretend like it didn't get to me or I would even like be like, oh, she has a point like I should try to change this. But it got really bad to the point that whenever I was at work, I didn't even want to talk. I didn't even want to ask a question. I didn't even want to. I basically was just waiting for waiting for her to tell me to do something and then I would do it. And then that was it. And I was there for, up until the pandemic, literally, I never was able to to quit that job. I think it's important to realize that I was making 7 at this job. And there's actually no reason why I should have stayed at that job. But now I see that as a very clear example of financial value and my worth. Because I want to say that... This is my personal opinion, but I really believe that the people that are in our lives are there to teach us something, and even if we get out of that situation, but we still haven't learned the lesson, the same sort of situations are going to keep coming up into your life. And I feel like this was a really big lesson that I needed to learn, and she was just, she was just mean to me. And at the time, I was being really mean to myself. I talked about it in my in my first episode um i was struggling during this time emotionally and then i was also struggling at work because i didn't i didn't have the best work environment but she was being mean to me and logically there shouldn't have been a reason why i would have stayed at that job but i look at this example and say my self-worth was very very low at this moment And I stayed at that job because it felt I had gotten comfortable with it and I already knew what to expect. And I didn't think I was worthy enough of trying something new because I was scared to get out of my comfort zone. And I I think I talked about this a little bit that even when you're struggling, your body and your mind can associate that with like, okay, like it's been like this for a long time this is sort of comfortable even if you and your mind like you thinking rationally you're like no of course i don't want to be here this is not uncomfortable this is not comfortable i don't want to stay here your body because it's been there so long even places where you're struggling it can it can kind of block you from moving or wanting to look or moving on to the next phase of your life So that's a little bit of an example where I was dealing with some low self-worth. Okay, so I don't want to stay stuck in that energy because that's definitely not the case now. I feel like I know my worth now and really what helped me have been those affirmations and me really just asking me questions. Like when was the first time that I felt not worthy and was it with friendships when I was smaller or did somebody tell me and I just accepted this so you really have to ask yourself some questions and try to get to the root of why you're not feeling worthy Um, because this is not something that you were born with and you already decided this is something that you learned and here we're all about unlearning and becoming the best version of yourselves which is truly already you we just have to unlearn all those things that were taught to us and that we chose to accept so affirmations are great <laughs> i have so 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 many probably over a 100 of them on my instagram Be vida just scroll you'll find plenty plenty um those have really really helped me as well as healing a lot of my inner child which is a little bit of a complicated topic but we can definitely go into it it's all related i want to mention that and I'm, I'm still continuing to do the healing work around money. And I've even enrolled in a money course. And I've been taking the course and doing workbooks and like prompts and doing EFT tapping. Which I super, super recommend. And the next point that I wanted to make is... When you give yourself what you want, the universe will help. So after I did a little bit of that worthiness work. I really decided that I wanted to during this point in my life move out to my apartment. And mind you, I still didn't have I was still working a part-time job when I made this when I made this decision. So technically with my part-time job, I either would have like had to really 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 make it happen like by working a lot or get a job. And at this time, I I didn't have a full-time job, but I already decided I'm going to get an apartment. I'm going to start looking for it. I'm going to start manifesting the best case scenario for an apartment here. And that's what I did. After that, I pretty much got a job. (laughs) I got a job um, that was offered to me. I've already mentioned this in my previous podcast, but I first started to look for an apartment. Then it just so happened that I got a job that made it possible for me to be able to to afford the rent, even though I was already ready to sign. And right after like maybe a month in, maybe two months in after I moved into my apartment, I got some random checks in the mail. <laughs> and I know that a lot of people on TikTok are always trying to manifest money through random checks. And I didn't... I don't know, like I knew that it happened, but it happened to me. (laughs) And it was just a really big sign for me that whenever I took the initiative to really go after something that I wanted, like I super, super wanted an apartment and I wanted to have my own space and I wanted to decorate it super cute, which it I'm sitting here and it, it is decorated super cute with everything that I like and it's my own space and I'm so grateful for it every single day. It was a super, super big sign to me that whenever you take the first step to do something for you that the universe will meet you there and help you along the way and I was not expecting this money technically um like I don't really know why or how I received it but it was about a few like maybe three thousand dollars extra that have you know helped me with my rents throughout the time like during the time it was just amazing and it was Yeah, like I said, it was a super big sign to me that I decided that I was worthy of having an apartment no matter what and that the universe was gonna help me um, get it and make the rent. And as soon as I took that step, I was literally gifted money. And ever since then, my abundance mindset grew so, so much. Because you never know where money can come from and it's not just by a steady paycheck. Like, literally, the next day, like, you could see and pick up, like, $100 on the floor or more or let your imagination go wild with that. <laughs> now that I've been making a little bit more money, um, this past Christmas, it's now January, but this past Christmas was the first time that I was able to shop for my family and get them a little bit nicer gifts and um, I... I was feeling super generous I was shopping for my gifts for my family and in my head I was just like wow like I am feeling generous and I wanna I really put thought into the gifts I was buying for my family and I wanted to to make them feel happy and show them how much I appreciated I appreciated them." Um, And it felt super good to not have a lack mindset because sometimes even when I wanted to get something for my family, I'd be like, oh no, but this is too much. Oh, but this is too much. Like this amount of quantity, like, yes, i want to get them a nice thing, but a hundred dollars is too much. Like that's how I used to think. And this time I wasn't like thinking like that. And (laughs) this funny thing happened to me where I was at Target. And like I said, I was in my head saying, oh, I feel so generous, like, I'm really going to get them thoughtful gifts, but when I was at Target shopping for those gifts, um, the girl was like, hey, do you want to apply for the red card? And I was like, sure, I had actually thought about getting it before, why not? I shop here a lot, and then it just so happened that I got a $40 coupon out of nowhere, like, I mean, I'm sure it was a promotion that was going on, but I just thought it was, I thought it was funny that I was being generous and then I was just offered a $40 coupon. I was like, whoa, (laughs) like here I am getting basically free money, like free $40. But then um, I was walking out on the parking lot and I see this lady approach me and she asked me for money for her groceries and I gave her 20 bucks, I gave her 20 bucks and then What she said to me was, like, I swear, it almost made me cry because there's no reason why I would have needed to say what she said, but she did. She said, essentially, may your money last and be doubled for you. And I was like, what? Like, what kind of person says that? Like, even if you're giving money to somebody, like, that's such a nice thing to say. And I, first of all, nobody in my life had ever told me that. (laughs) And I really felt like it was like a little test from the universe. Like I was talking to myself in the store and saying, oh, I feel super generous. And then all of a sudden this lady approaches me and she literally gives me a blessing and tells me that may my money double itself. That's a a little bit of a story where you start to see these signs where once you're healing your relationship with money, that these things will happen where you'll get random coupons, random checks. Like, this lady, it was, like, a super crazy experience for me, for her to say that to me. So, third point, um, I wanted to talk about the energy of buying. And the energy of buying has been something that I struggled with in the past because I wouldn't even want, like, whenever I did go to a restaurant with my friends, I would keep I would probably buy, like, the cheapest thing and be like, okay, I'm gonna go out, but I'm gonna buy the cheapest thing, and that's it, like, I still get to, I was seeing the value in hanging out with my friends, but I wasn't seeing the value in me and seeing, like, saying, like, oh, I'm gonna have a yummy meal and I'm gonna super enjoy it, and it's gonna be the best time of my life, like, It was like half of me was there and then half of me was not enjoying it because I didn't order the plate of food that I really wanted to order or something was too expensive or I recommended us to go to a cheaper place instead of a more expensive place and I can't believe that I used to do that. I mean, I know that in my mind back then I probably meant well, um, you know, by trying to save money but... That's such a lack mentality, and if you're in that situation right now, nobody has ever talked to me about it, you know, like, nobody, none of my friends have been like, oh, I've been there too, but I was there, and it's pretty uncomfortable to talk about, like, to admit that. I want to say it's fine if you've done those things. It's so, so important for you, especially around that worth piece, to treat yourself to good things things, and that doesn't mean by yourself, um, you know, like, something that you're not really wanting, but, like, even those little acts of of love to yourself, um, there's so much value in that, and it literally will change your, your life experience if you let yourself have those things, regardless of how much it, quote-unquote, costs, because the value there is so much bigger. So, yeah, I've I've met people that have all the quote unquote, expensive luxury items, but then they'll still be, how they talk about money is still very, very much in a lack mindset. Like, why does this have to cost this much? And oh, I really want it. And like, you could buy yourself all the expensive things and you could eat at all the nice restaurants and you could be very, living a very luxury Style, lifestyle but if you're in a lack mentality that's still the difference and that's that makes all the difference which I wanted to make it a point like you could have you know like not the based on cost like they could cost the least but if you're in an abundance mindset that's what's going to make all the difference money is only is literally currency and currency is energy so energy can be manipulated and I know that a lot of people say that like money is just a piece of paper but it's it's what we need to me now money is freedom money opens possibilities and before I used to say things like money is evil which is so so fear-based and I really want to be here to to start the conversation and hopefully um change change the how we think about money But the energy of buying is all about how you feel once you buy something and is it going to help you get closer to um, a version of yourself where you're the happiest. I don't necessarily agree anymore with the idea that material possessions are bad. I think that material possessions can um, transmit the vibration of, like, the life of your dreams, like, I decided to buy myself a coach, uh, backpack, because I super wanted one, and it just felt VD, in her best version, gets herself the things that she enjoys, and that she loves, and every single time that I, I, I pick up my backpack. Or that I look at it, I'm like, wow, this was a time in myself where I decided to invest in myself and to to get myself something that makes me feel happy. So now whenever I buy something, I'm like, wow, like does this does this make me feel happy? And does this give me a sensation of love? And will this get me closer to the life? where i enjoy everything and right now everything that i'm seeing i have a big gold mirror right in front of me um that i bought at ross which was like 50 bucks but it's it's literally beautiful and in my dream home i would still have a mirror like that so um that's part of the reason why i always buy myself fresh flowers and i love the energy that they bring into the room um that's why i bought myself a pretty plant and my mug says "Te amo." And that's why I buy myself the nice candles. So I think you should really focus on joy whenever you're buying something. And on a note to this, um, one of the biggest things that I did to switch up my relationship with money was to those things that normally would cost me stress. Instead of them costing me stress, I would make them um, feel good. So in my last apartment that I was in college, the rent was like about $500. And I would just say in my, like I would lay in my bed and I would say before I went to sleep, I used to have a lot of trouble sleeping back then. I used to like take a lot of melatonin, <laughs> but I used to lay in my bed and be like, I am so grateful that I have the money to pay um, my rent because it's allowing me to lay in this comfy bed and I'm so happy that I get to come home to a beautiful room where um, I live and this is my space and this is my energy and that's still what I do I'm so grateful that every single month when I get to pay my rent when usually a lot of people will be like uh rent is due the first or if you're hanging out at the 31st and then at midnight, rent is due or whatever. Like stupid tweets on on Twitter. But yeah, there's this energy that a lot of people relate to paying rent and how and how how they don't want to do it. But and that's fine. That's their opinion. But I am so grateful every single month whenever I get to pay the rent and and I get to have a space, which is super valuable to me. And I really love I really love where I live. And having the energy of that, where you pay things with a smile on your face because you know that um, they're bringing so much value into your life. Like three years ago, (laughs) I never would have imagined me saying these things. Like, I would be like, what are you talking about? Like, why do I have to pay rent and why is it so expensive and all these things? Like, I was very much in a lack mentality, in a victim mode situation. The next point that I wanted to make goes, um, along with the energy of buying, which is what investing in yourself is, and, oh, I put down, material things are investments in your future self, the life you want to create, so investments, investing in yourself was something that I did for the first time in 2021, which was part of why it was such a beautiful year for me, I mean, it was... A beautiful hard year because it was still hard and challenging emotionally. For the first time I decided to invest in myself and I thought I always was kind of nerdy because I love to learn I I genuinely love to learn and learn new things. So I invested in a course and the course was actually about money. I already mentioned to it and it was <laughs> it was a lot of money, but um, I paid that with a smile on my face because it was so valuable and it feels so good to be able to invest in yourself and say, Hey, I love myself so much so no amounts of money is gonna stand in the way of me getting the things that I want and in and that type of energy where you don't put money on a pedestal, you're like, Oh yeah, like money is just like I I love money. I appreciate money, but I'm not going to put it in a pedestal where it's going to stop me from getting anything that I want. Like, it's here to, to help me, and it needs me as much as I need it, you know? So, making that investment in myself, choosing to buy the organic vegetables, to go out to the nice restaurants, and to order whatever meal I want, and no matter what it costs, um, it's opened me up to, to so much abundance that I didn't know was possible. And it only makes me want to to keep on working on my worthiness and on my abundance mindset. So the next point is going to be all about healing. And I think I've, I've sort of talked about it throughout. In my very early stages of manifesting and affirmations, I was just writing down like, oh, $3,000 are coming to me now or like whatever, whatever. Like I would just set a random number and be like, oh yeah, it's coming. And then it wouldn't come. <laughs> it wouldn't come and it was just like, oh, well, I don't really believe it because I'm not seeing it. And that's kind of how I was feeling. <laughs> the point that I wanted to make was that there is sometimes generations of healing that needs to be done around money, um, depending on how your parents grew up, depending on how you were taught, how people spoke in your surroundings, depending on how your friends approach money. I I don't know if she would be comfortable sharing me sharing her name, but my college roommate, um I'm just gonna share her name. <laughs> I, I hope she doesn't mind and if she minds, I'll apologize. But Genesis, if you're listening to this, um, you were an expansive person in my life because you always taught me that um, no matter what, you're going to treat yourself and that you're going to use your money and um, you're going to get yourself the good things in life. And you were always a a super big inspiration to me for how you treat money. And you work hard for it, but um, I want to let you know that you're also allowed to let things come to you easily, so um, I love you Genesis, I hope that you don't get mad at me for mentioning your name, there's generations sometimes, generations of healing that needs to be done around money, based on the stories that your parents grew up with around money, money affects every area of your life, it's gonna affect your career, it's gonna affect um, your lifestyle, like (laughs) it's what we use on this planet to, to experience things, so I, that was my story, it's already a pretty long episode, but I'm not done yet, <laughs> I'm gonna dare you to do an abundance exercise, we, when, in one of the courses that I took, they had us do this, and it felt really beautiful, and I, I'm gonna share this with you, and I hope that you do it, and if you do do it, um, I would love it if you screenshot it, and send it over to me to my Instagram, my Instagram will be in the description um but yeah I'm daring you and from a place of love and honor and abundance and feeling good I want you to send money to a friend or to donate to your favorite charity right now and send them whatever amount you feel comfortable with and actually send them a little bit more than you feel comfortable with if it's five dollars send them seven if it's Five dollars, you could send them ten, whatever. If it's a hundred dollars, then it's a hundred dollars. But I'm challenging you to send money to a friend right now. It could be for a cup of coffee. It could be so that they can buy themselves something nice. It could be to a charity that you really love. Um, I just wanted to be gen- for you to make it genuine and have the true belief that this money will will come back to you because it will through. Karma, it will it will come back to you But I don't want you to do it for the reason that it's gonna be good karma for you I just want you to genuinely do this from a place of love that um, You just want to do something nice for somebody. So it's a fun exercise and then It's always fun to see how you get it back though, even though that's not the point. <laughs> but yeah, I, I Hope you enjoyed this. But once again, I'm not done yet. I told you guys I was gonna share my manifestation tip And this week, since it's the first week I'm doing this, I'm going to be doing two. So manifestation tip number one, I mentioned it in this podcast. I don't know if you noticed, but um, it's going to be setting an intention. And at the beginning of this podcast, I set an intention that this was going to reach whoever I needed to reach. I just took a moment and said it out loud, closed my eyes. Um, And this tip is for you to set an intention before you do anything I love to send an intention while I'm still in bed in the morning and just say, today is going to be an amazing day, I'm in my best possible timeline. One that I saw floating around on TikTok, I don't know who created it, but it's um, asking the universe or God to surprise and delight you today. So it would sound like universe or God, please surprise or delight me in some way and I have no expectations. So that's a tip it'll help you um hopefully while you approach your days or if you're taking a test or if um you're going for a night out and you want to set the intention that you're going to have fun that's my tip from me to you it always feels so good whenever you set an intention because it's like you're already putting it out there that you're you're wanting something to happen and if you want to be surprised, you can always say, I have no expectations. Just surprise me. The second one is what something that I'm going to be doing, hopefully, right after I finish this podcast. I already started it, but I wanted to share. This is more on the self-development side, but I started to make a list of all the people that inspire me, um, people on social media, people who I listen to their podcast, Um, people that just make me feel like, whoa, like that's the kind of life that I want to be living. I wrote them down and then next to their names, I wrote down what they do after I put underneath in a list what I want to be doing and how I can get inspiration from them because they obviously inspire me. And next, I'm going to write down how I can do similar things in my own way because obviously if I'm drawn to them it's because I love that their life I love their life and the life that that they're creating and that's part of the reason why I started a podcast so I just wanted to have a list of this that I can go back to for inspiration and then based on the things that I want to do I want to create affirmations which is the magic part where I will create my affirmations. So altogether, it's going to be a list of your inspirations, what they're doing, what you're going to be doing. That's similar, but this is not about copying anyone. This is just about you finding things that are going to make you happy in your own life that you can do to put yourself out there. And then after that, you're going to be creating your affirmations. Um, Let me give you an example. Mm. I want to feel my healthiest and most alive self every single day. And my affirmation for that is going to be, I feel and I am the healthiest version of me right now. I feel amazing. Um, And you can just go and do that throughout throughout (laughs) your paper or on your notes app, wherever you want to do that. And last but not least, I'm going to share... A quote and this quote is in Spanish but I'll do my best to to translate it this is from the book Los Cuatro Acuerdos or the Four Agreements and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz it says cada letra, cada palabra, cada lengua es un acuerdo and that basically means every letter, every word, every tongue is an agreement and i want to leave you with that because it's so true every words are powerful and every word that we speak and how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to others and how we speak about situations is an agreement that you make with god or the universe and i just thought it was beautiful so once again thank you so much for listening i hope that this this helped you i really really enjoyed recording it send me screenshots of you sending money to somebody and i i love sharing this i loved recording this and i hope that we can all start living more abundant more joy filled more love filled more more love filled lives and yeah if you loved it leave me a review Send me a message. Share it with somebody you love. I could not be more grateful for everybody that has been listening to it. I literally cried the other day while I was recording my YouTube, um, my YouTube video, which I need to go edit now. But yeah, gracias, gracias por escucharme, gracias por escucharme, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, manifesties. That's manifest besties.